Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we continue our conversation with John Poshwalk, Vice President and General Manager of the Enabling Technologies business at Teletracking. Let's listen in. John, how will location services technology further help improve patient throughput and patient safety? I mean, I imagine, you know, if you are tracking the patient, you're able to see as how they're moving through the system, knowing when they're ready to be discharged and knowing when that bed's available. And I would think, too, from a, from a safety perspective, you're able to track, you know, if someone is a fall risk, for example. Can you expand upon that and give us some more detail on how that works? Yeah, I, I'd love to. And it's, it's, it's something that we spend an awful lot of time focusing on. Location services, data, RTLS, RFID, it, it can, those terms, and specifically patient tracking and staff tracking can be somewhat ambiguous in today's market, right? So, so what does that mean? It can be as simple as visibility and dots on a map. I've tagged patients, I've tagged staff members. I know where they are. Uh, maybe I've built a floor plan. I can understand patient location. To your point, fall risk or uh, isolation or elopement risk based on very simple location rules. You can establish parameters and rules within an RTLS system that create the appropriate visibility and alerts for caregivers to understand where their patients are and if they're in a location where they shouldn't be. From a staff perspective, the ability to understand where your staff is quickly uh, without making phone calls, uh, without creating a lot of noise or making uh, folks aware that you're looking for somebody, doing quick searches. Those are all pretty basic use cases from a workflow perspective, right? That's, that's what our team really refers to as dots on a map. And any good, accurate, fast enabling technology coupled with the right applications or solutions should be able to provide basic functionality like that, right? Dots on a map. It's when you really begin to evaluate and discuss specific use cases, uh, or maybe even more accurately, outcomes with your clients that you understand process and workflow and what you want to drive. It's one thing to know where a patient is, but from a milestone perspective, based on where that patient is moving through their length of stay, what type of milestones does that trigger that would allow caregivers to understand where they are in their actual length of stay and when they may become a pending discharge and a confirmed discharge and ultimately ready to go. And based on location awareness, depending on where that patient is, does that mean that we can automatically alert service personnel, caregivers, services, whatever the case may be, to that patient's location because they know they have an activity around that patient. Some of the things that we do just around location awareness is helping our caregivers, right? The staff that we work with in hospitals work as smart as they work hard. From a confidence perspective, it's interesting. One portion of my team focuses on asset optimization in healthcare. Uh, When you think about caregivers, physicians, nurses, staff, and their ability to secure the asset that they, they need quickly, timely to care for a patient, maybe it's an infusion pump. They just want to know that, that that device is where it should be when they need to go get it. And if they lose confidence in the process, then all of those symptoms that we hear about in the industry today happen. They hoard, they hide, they keep things for themselves. It's not malicious behavior. They want to care for their patients, right? Our ability to create workflow around who does what based on location accuracy of these devices and the people that are responsible for them 
that's what really establishes confidence with our caregivers to allow a workflow process to, to work the way that it's intended to work, not maybe compromise uh, that process by taking something, hiding it, saving it for later, right? As long as they see a process that works, meaning if they put assets that are used in a soil utility closet, and not too long after they do that, they see people show up and collect those assets without any phone calls being made. Those assets are taken to a central location and cleaned and then redeployed to par level areas. And the same goes for a par level area, right? A caregiver in a high acuity unit knows that they have X number of devices that they can go to a par level area for. And when it falls below a threshold, they see the appropriate people come up and replenish that par level area without any phone calls being made. That's what establishes confidence, right? That's what allows a caregiver to go, go upon their day and, and not worry that they'll have what they need when they need it. It's just kind of quiet workflow based on location accuracy and speed from a good, well-implemented uh, locating solution, RTLS or RFID. Make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're letting the caregivers be caregivers and be at yeah. the bedside and right. deliver the compassion that they, that that's a part of their job. That's exactly, uh, that's exactly right. It's one of the biggest things when you look at hospital surveys and what caregivers are frustrated about. It's the time that they don't spend at the patient's bedside that, that they know they should be there, right? And that's exactly right. We want to give that time back. John, could you share a recent example of what you're witnessing firsthand regarding how patient flow improves through the use of location services technology? No, I, I, I'd love to. And it's something we're, we're really excited about. And candidly, we feel that we're, we're helping to make some changes in the industry about how clients are looking at location technologies and their adoption of location technologies. Early on, right, you had your your basic or core use cases around asset management, potentially temperature monitoring. When you think about the industry today, RTLS is still no more than 15 to 18% penetrated in the U.S. market as it relates to location technologies in hospitals. It's, it's even less when you look at hospitals that have adopted a location technology enterprise-wide, meaning they've designed, configured, and installed an RTLS infrastructure, as an example, throughout their entire hospital to manage multiple use cases. So one of the things that we've, we've really focused on is looking at specific use cases that require less investment, are less complex, and deliver real tangible value to our clients. And one of the things that teletracking has been doing over the past couple of years with great success is introducing our clients to the use of a locating technology to trigger discharge notifications for patients who are leaving their hospital. And what I mean by that is in many cases, we work with hospitals that aren't using or, or, or speaking to hospitals, right, who aren't using a solution like ours to manage patient flow occupancy. Um, caregivers are busy, right? And in a, in a high occupancy hospital, a caregiver is responsible for two, three, four patients, depending on the type of unit that they're working on. And what happens when a, when a patient's ready to leave or has left uh, is the caregiver has to finish their clinical documentation and trigger the discharge of that patient in their ADT system. Depending on how busy the caregiver is, that activity may not take place for anywhere from one, two, three hours after that patient's actually physically left the hospital. So what happens, right? You now have a room and a bed that are sitting there idle and dirty because the EVS team hasn't been made aware that that patient's been discharged. So one of the things that we're doing with great success for our clients at teletracking is the use of RTLS and enabling technology. And we're doing this with both active RTLS 
and passive RTLS, we're creating simple discharge locations in hospitals based on where patients are leaving the hospital once they're discharged. Typically, that's just a handful of locations in the hospital based on proximity to parking lots or transportation services. So we're creating these discharge locations, and then we're using low-cost patient tags, right? And so what happens is when a, a patient who's wearing one of these tags is seen at one of the discharge locations we've configured, they're automatically discharged from the teletracking system, and a workflow notification is sent to the EVS team to make them aware of patients discharged and what room and bed are now vacant and need to be cleaned. And the outcome of that is that notification gets to that EVS team much more timely, that room and bed are turned much more timely. And what happens for our clients, patients who are waiting in the ED or patients who have been slaughtered or waiting for that room and bed, they're placed much more timely and begin to get the care that they, they need in a much more timely manner. There's a number of things that happen around that. First, the patient has to be identified in our system as a confirmed discharge, right? They've got to be recognized that they're ready to leave. We don't, we, what we absolutely don't want it to happen is we don't want to have a patient who's going downstairs who's ambulatory and maybe able to visit the gift shop or, or visit the lobby to get some fresh air, some sunlight, and be inaccurately discharged. So there are safeguards in our system to make certain that doesn't happen. But the outcome is significant. Our ability to help decompress EDs make certain patients are placed in a much more timely manner. The upstream and downstream effect of a simple workflow like that is really significant. Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. If you're interested in learning more about RTLS-enabling technologies, please visit teletracking.com. Until next time.